Reverend Anne-Marie Stewart, thanks for joining me this morning on Horizons. And I know that you think of prayer as an adventure. What do you mean? Well, I think it's my most favourite way of thinking about prayer. I trained in psychology many years ago now, and I'm the kind of person that finds patterns in things. And years and years ago, as a 20-year-old nun, I was asked to teach people about prayer. And I read lots of learned books about it, really all the well-known Catholic mystics, and then some of our own Anglican mystics as well. And I thought, but that language isn't very accessible to people today, not hugely accessible to me. So I sat down and analysed what had happened to me in prayer. And what I found were five stages. A stage of huge attraction when you first discover that God is real for you. Instead of other people telling you who God is, you own this living God through some experience or another. Then the second stage is difficulties. That first stage encourages you to spend time in prayer, either to say prayers that you're familiar with and love, or ones that you have read somewhere, or you attend church very regularly and put your heart and mind into what's going on. But gradually as you do that, you begin to find there are difficulties. You begin to find it's not quite so interesting as you thought it was at the beginning. You see, it's very much like falling in love. And suddenly one day you wake up over the breakfast table, I imagine, realising that the man sitting opposite you behind his newspaper is somewhat a stranger and not the person that you were so intensely in love with when you first met. And that suggested to me that actually the same thing happens in prayer. You see, I don't believe in the two-tier system in prayer either. We used to be taught in the old days, didn't we? There was some kind of divine love and then there was human love beneath it. I don't believe that at all. The two are intimately fused. The living God is not separate from our ordinary everyday lives and our ordinary everyday love experiences either. So we can learn from our experience of human love to understand something about divine love. And the next stage is, if you're faithful and struggle with the difficulties, eventually you'll come to an acute period of trial. And for me, that took the form of questioning the very first attraction to prayer. And it forced me to look back at that first stage. Was it real or wasn't it? If it's real for you, you will be empowered to go on. Even though prayer has dried up, God seems to have died and you go to prayer and there's absolutely nothing there and you can no longer see any point in struggling with it. If the first stage was real, you will manage. You can ask for all the help you want to go on and I jolly well did. I'd been a nun for some years when this happened for me. And that leads you to another stage. I promised the living God, actually, that if I made a tiny little shuffle towards him as best I could, would he meet me? And what I found was it enabled me to go through the next stage, which is a kind of going on in naked faith. It's a bit like being in a boat in a storm and you have to take the sail down because that's the only way through the storm. So you make yourself very small and let the waters take you where it will. And the last stage is a new intimate encounter with the living God. So much richer and more profound than the first one because of all you've been through ever since. The living God takes us kicking and screaming through to where he wants us to be. The trouble is in today's world, we live in a DIY society where we think 
we have to do all the work and we can tick ourselves if we feel we've prayed well or if we've given the right amount of time to prayer or if we've done it regularly. It's not how it works. The living God is the master of our spiritual lives. We are not. Francis and Claire and many other of the mystics taught us we have to step back and let the living God take us on a journey. And that stepping back and letting God do what he wants with us is the hardest thing anyone can do. Thank you very much, Reverend Anne-Marie Stewart.